0: To get your copy, visit our website at TruthSeekersMysterySeries.com. Mystery Series.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Hey friends hope everyone is doing well my name is Felice Gerwitz and this is an episode of vintage homeschool moms you can find today's show notes monthly checklists is our topic and it's episode 459 and you can find it on vintagehomeschoolmoms.com well there's value in checklists isn't there And I used to be a list hater. And if you've listened to my podcast before, uh, you'll know this because I felt that if I set goals or made lists, then I was setting myself up for failure because what if I don't get everything done? So then I overlisted and there was no way on earth I could possibly get everything done. So then I started looking at the big picture and said, okay, I can't make a yearly goal. That's just too huge of an idea, but I can make a daily goal and then I could make a monthly goal and then I could make quarterly goals. So that's what I ended up doing. And if you sign up for our monthly emails at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, you can get free planners during the year of 2022. So if you're listening during this year, there will be monthly planners that are free for email subscribers, and if you miss a particular month, they will be for sale on mediaangels.com. There's a link on that website for planners, and you can get your planner at a reduced price. So if you stay on our email list and you open the emails, then you'll get the planners every month. Okay, so when I think back on my homeschool journey, I find that there was so much wasted time. I mean, I still do it today. I go into a room and I'm going there with a purpose and I get there and I can't even remember what I wanted. Does that sound familiar? Well, then we can fast forward some years and five kids later and I had a to-do list that could, you know, make a whole team of people go nuts. It was, there was just too many things on this list. So then I enlisted the family and I said, okay, what do we need to get done each day? What do we need to get done, you know, this month? And we would look at things and plan some fun activities. One of the things we loved was looking online and finding some things that were um, celebrated that month and especially national holidays. So we could do that. You know, you need to look at your life and see what is going to make things easier. Is it going to be to have someone else do a checklist for you? You know, if that works, then do that. Even the monthly checklist that I create can be adaptable to something that works for you. Typically, checklists are a way to increase productivity and you feel good about yourself because you can check it off the list. But also, it helps to have short-term and long-term goals. And so as I'm sharing this podcast again, um, one of the things to remember is that the dates I'm going to share with you are for 2022. Each year, some of the dates move. For example, we know that Thanksgiving date moves. And then we also know that Christmas and Christmas Eve are always the same. So um, the same thing with Easter. That date changes from year to year. So in my attempt to explain to you the things that worked for me, I created several podcasts and I have the links again on my website at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and it's episode 459 if you want to look at that particular episode or you can just go to the front page of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and type in the keywords. So one of them is megalists. And the other one um, is the four square planner that I've talked about. Um, I gave an interview sometime back on the perfect homeschool. And of course, we know there is no perfect homeschool, right? And one of the things that I created with my family was a four square planner. So I would take a sheet of paper and just draw one horizontal line and one vertical line. And then I would put some of the key things that I wanted to accomplish that week. And these were overall short-term goals. For example, prayer time for myself and time with our family, Um, homeschool types of activities. Um, We had a lot of events and the kids played sports, so that had to have its own little category. And then another one that I had was household You know, what if there was a birthday coming up or something like that? Well, then you had to make plans. And so I found that a lot of things we did didn't need to be put on a list, especially if it was a routine and things that happened every month. So I could, you know, know that that was going to happen and have it on a calendar, but not necessarily listed out. You know, I um, was an education major in college. And one of the things I loved, even though I taught middle school when I taught, I loved the little kids and things like bulletin boards and to celebrate activities that were seasonal. That also happened within my homeschool. Even now that I'm done with homeschooling, I decorate my house with fall leaves for the fall, you know, obviously Christmas. And then I decorate in the spring and so forth. I want to be surrounded with that type of beauty that I can look around and just feel, you know, that this is home. And we each create our homes in different ways, don't we? So you can do, you know, that type of thing, celebrate some seasonal things or not, and do what works for you or your family. The other thing to do is look at your monthly to-do lists. What are things that you want to cover with your kids? For example, for February, you might want to create some homemade valentine's day cards one year we did bookmarks and the kids loved those and we laminated them and we just gave them out you know it just said happy valentine's day it had a heart sticker on red construction paper we laminated it and we gave those out to their friends and i remember for years having those laminated cards that were so great as bookmarks you can do something really simple Perhaps you want to show love and kindness this month, you know, and paying it forward. Um, One year we um, tried really hard to uplift each other with words, especially when I found that the kids were being very critical of each other. And so we would randomly pick someone in the family and I would give the kids that person's name and and you never knew who the person was. And they would write something kind under that person's uh, plate. You know, they'd write something kind and we'd put it under their plate. And so that helped a lot to build each other up. And, you know, it didn't have to be a long thing. It just could be one or two words. In big families, church communities, and when you have a lot of friends, there's always something taking place. There's going to be birthdays and anniversaries and other events that require planning, There's household chores, some big, some small. Um, There were times when I would do mega cooking or mega shopping. Uh, There were history fairs, science fairs, art fairs, and so forth. And then there was the all-important, you know, music, drama, or dance classes, as well as sporting events. So when we mapped all this out on our calendars, it helped me feel better that I didn't you know, need to worry about forgetting something. And now with all the digital calendars and reminders, it's so great. If you have a Gmail account, uh, you can use a Google calendar and share that with your family. And, um, you know, I even did that with my kids in college. So I knew when their games were coming up, even if I wasn't there to actually see their games because two of them were out of state, I could at least know, um, you know, what was coming up. And I, I shared that with them. If you have room on your calendar, you can put all kinds of things or even have specific calendars for specific things if you're doing it um, in a digital manner. And also, you know, when are you doing the big events? For example, when are you going to do a mega cleaning or when are you going to do a mega cooking and put those on your calendar as well? Remember, the reason to make monthly checklists is to look at your monthly goals and what you want to accomplish in January, February, and March, and so on. What is the top priority of each month? And it's going to vary with all of us. I'm sure we can talk about some common grounds. There are fun calendar lists online, and um, there's one in particular that I like. It's called Calendar, and it's dot com forward slash United-States-Observances, and then you pick the year that you're currently in. It has all kinds of holidays on it. I mean, every single day has something listed. And so I would go through, um, we would do this with the kids, and we would pick out some fun holidays that we wanted to celebrate and we'd put them on our monthly calendar. And so I'm going to share with you some of the things uh, that are on there and, you know, you can look at them and also, you know, go to the calendar yourself and pick some things. So first of all, I'm going to go through each month briefly and I have a paragraph for each month. So this is a little bit longer podcast than what you might be used to, um, especially some of the ones I've done that are shorter and to the point. But I thought this would give you a really good idea and at least a jumping off point that you could use to plan your own monthly calendars. So we're going to start with January and January the 1st, obviously, is the continuation of a celebration, right? It's New Year's Day. I'm going to also mention some of the, you know, Christian um, holidays too. And Epiphany is January 6th, um, but it's celebrated at churches on the weekends. What other dates are important to you this month? Is it cleaning up after Christmas or organizing or donating uh, something? So you may be saying to the kids, okay, you know, everybody's going to gather up things this month and we're going to have a box. And as you, you know, realize you're not using a pair of shoes or You know, something uh, that you've outgrown uh, that you can't pass down to another sibling. We're going to put it in this box. And that might be your month or you can do this each month of, you know, putting things um, in a box that you keep in the garage or somewhere uh, localized that you can put things in. Of course, we're back to school after the holidays. And so that takes adjustment Um, for my husband and I. January is a big time. tax collecting month we start getting documents and I'm sure you do too from the banks and things like that in January so do you have a folder that you're putting those things in Uh, we have corporations and so corporations filing date is in March and um, April is personal tax filing date so uh, sad that I know these things off the top of my head but I've been doing this a long time what are your personal and short-term or even long-term goals? Is it something spiritual? Is it academic? And these are things you can list each month. Are there routines that you want to see changed or improved? January is kind of that month where you can look at things and say, okay, we're setting the tone for this year. And these are some things that we're going to write down. Even if you're listening to this podcast in August, that doesn't mean you can't start then. You can start this whenever you want to. What celebrations do you have this month? And again, this goes for all months. You know, is it a birthday or anniversary or something else that you guys are celebrating? And then I always look at January as a shopping month and I can uh, plan ahead and look at some sales. There were these Christmas ornaments I really wanted to buy, but the cost was way out of my price range. And so I knew to look in January, actually near the end of the month, and maybe it wasn't the perfect ornaments I wanted, but I did pick up a few at an extremely discounted price, and I was really happy about that. Yes, I'm going to store them all year, but now I know that I have these ornaments and I store other Christmas ornaments, right? So sometimes we hate to buy things like wrapping paper or Christmas uh, type of thing, but we also, um, you know, realize that we can save a lot of money doing that. All right, let's look at February. Of course, February is the month that's considered the month of love. So You know, again, there are so many things you can do to incorporate academics in all of this and also character qualities. So, you know, we don't have this isolated month of love in a family, right? Love is all... 24-7 all year long, but we have Valentine's Day activities and celebrations that may be planned. You know, maybe you have a field trip or a day planned to go to the park. Maybe you're going to have a party on Valentine's Day, or maybe you're getting a babysitter and you're going out uh, for dinner yourselves. Um, Usually my husband and I celebrated Valentine's Day that following weekend or the the weekend beforehand rather than on that exact date we celebrated it as a family. Again, do you have any birthday parties or other celebrations that you need to put on your calendar? And then there are some fun things that I found on that calendar website, and it's things such as Groundhog Day and President's Day. Of course, Valentine's Day is on the 14th. Um, I'm still gathering tax information that has to be Um, you know, put together for my month of March for my company and then also for April. So I do that and that's on my calendar. Um, If you have a refund coming, you're going to want to file your taxes early and get that taken care of. Um, So February is kind of, you know, along the lines of making a plan and again, looking at that fun calendar online and planning out some things that you want to do. March you know, is either if you live in Florida, like I do, or some somewhere sunny, um, you know, it's spring is really coming in full force here, and it's getting warmer. Um, It may be raining more in March where you are. Um, Also, Easter is the next month. So now we're going to keep an eye to that and say, okay, you know, what are we going to do for Easter? What are our plans we can forecast ahead? If you go on vacation, that might be something that you're already planning in March or maybe even earlier than that. Um, There are all kinds of things on the calendar this month, such as Mardi Gras and Ash Wednesday, a day to fast and to begin the Lenten journey, which is 40 days before Easter, um, which is April 17th this year. Uh, Daylight savings time begins in March as well. Check your local times if you have that in your state. There's St. Patrick's Day. There's St. Joseph's Day, which was my dad's favorite, on March 19th. And would you believe that was the day he died? I couldn't believe he died on his favorite uh, feast day. What other dates in March will you celebrate? What's on your to-do list? You know, maybe you're planning a vacation, as I said earlier, or a camping trip, or maybe you're going to start a garden and you're already have gathered seeds and you're ready to plant. Uh, Maybe this is the month that you're going to paint a bedroom or um, look ahead and, you know, see what other goals you can set. You know, if you do this monthly, you're going to see your productivity just really soar. I got done um, more things in three days, um, this past week than I have, I felt like, you know, the previous two weeks in the month. So there are some ways when you, you know, when I'm teaching these things to other people, I end up listening to them myself and, you know, um, it, it really helps me as well. All right. So April, you know, Easter is um, the month of April, and again, look at your plans. I'm going to be hosting a dinner. Usually, um, we have relatives over on that day. So, what are you looking at for schooling? Are you going to be taking the week of Easter off? Are you planning a vacation? Do your kids have spring break? Um, Look at the books and make a plan. Make sure that you are on track and also give your kids a goal and say, okay, let's see how we're doing. You know, we really need to double up on math or we need to get done, you know, this page or this far before we can take a break and that will help the entire family focus. Uh, Tax filing is on the 15th and also you can look at what other holidays you are planning this month that are personal. Um, There are some fun ones on the calendar, such as April 2nd is National Pillow Fight Day. Yes, would you believe that's a thing? There are a lot of things on these calendars that are just ridiculous. Of course, I didn't mention them all. Um, There are other things that are on a more serious note, such as Holy Thursday, Good Friday, um, and also Easter Sunday. There's National Siblings Day on the 10th and Patriots Day on the 18th. National Picnic Day on the 23rd, and and National Honesty Day, which our world needs more of, right, on the 30th. So again, look at that calendar and see if you want to add any of these things to your monthly calendar. On to May. Um, There are holidays such as Cinco de Mayo, as well as National Prayer Day on the 5th. Mother's Day is the 8th. We can't forget that, right? Um, I did a couple of uh, podcasts on Mother's Day. You might want to go look for the one on gifts that moms really want and have your kids listen to that. Uh, There's National Nursing Day on the 6th and National Space Day as well. National Apple Pie Day is on the 13th, and Armed Forces Day is on the 21st, and Memorial Day is on the 30th. May is also the time when many homeschool families are winding down their school year. There's homeschool conferences. Of course, there's tons of stuff online as well, and you may be gearing up to attend something there. There's end-of-the-year parties and events. My son is going to graduate from college. My youngest, you know, congrats, Mike. Um, And so we're going to plan on attending his graduation, which is the first week of May. There are other milestones uh, that are happening uh, during that month as well. For us, um, he's going to be inducted into the military as um, in the Army as a second lieutenant. So keep him in your prayers, if you will. So what does this month look like? you, you know, what are some things you're planning and also you may want to take a short break and regroup if this is your end of the year. On to June and this is typically June, July and August are vacation months and if it was then you probably would have planned this ahead. Um, Some of you are still finishing up your, your homeschooling and some of you are planning ahead Maybe this is the summer that you're going to learn something new. Maybe you want to learn how to paint or draw, or maybe learn a musical instrument or even a language. Um, Maybe your kids are in a summer league or um, in a summer camp. These are things that, you know, your kids can do. And one of the things I want to say is when your kids are doing something, this is something, a time where you as a parent can also schedule your time in whether it's meeting up with another mom who's also dropping their kids off and having some time for coffee or some downtime or to get some tours done um, that you can, you know, get planned ahead of time so that you can make that time productive. Um, Also, what are you going to be doing as far as taking a break. You know, June is mid-year and sometimes you feel overwhelmed and you're so busy, you don't have time for a break. One of the things I try to do each morning is just sit with a cup of coffee and stare outside for at least five minutes a day. You know, are you noticing those clouds or is it an overcast day? But whatever that is, just take a breath. Again, there's some fun activities uh, that are, um, you know, some of them silly, some of them you might want to focus on as a family, like World Bike Day is on the 3rd and Pentecost on the 5th. National Donut Day, of course, we need to celebrate that, right? It's also on the 5th. Corpus Christi Day is on the 16th, and that is often celebrated on Sunday in our church. Also not to be missed is Father's Day on the 19th. What special activity are you going to do that day? If you like to make, um, you know, your own presents, June is a great month for crafts and summertime is a great month to plan ahead for making those special gifts. Um, There are all kinds of gifts you can make for birthdays as well as Christmas. And again, I have lots of podcasts on those topics as well. July will flash by if you do not have a plan in place. So what are you going to be doing in July? Are you taking a trip? Are you just going to enjoy nature, you know, in your own backyard or a local park? Are you planning a rainy day activity in advance? Are you looking at the looming school year and saying, oh my gosh, I don't know what books we're going to use. You know, what is it that you're planning to do? And this is a good month to do it. It's usually so hot outside that you want to stay indoors? Is there some project you want to tackle such as painting a room or bathroom or maybe organizing the kitchen? I remember looking at my house and saying, oh my gosh, everything needs organization. So what I did was I organized one drawer a day and guess what? It worked really, really well. And um, I even did this when my kids uh, were off to, to college and I would take pictures and send it to them because they couldn't believe that some of our, you know, drawers were actually all nicely arranged and everything. And I said, this is what happens when you're done homeschooling and you have a little bit of time. But again, it was in my plan or I probably wouldn't have done it. July was also a mega cooking month for me. I did this also in the fall, but for some reason... I like to uh, plan ahead and start doing some, you know, casseroles and things like that. I make lasagna, I make tomato sauce, and um, I don't can, but I do freeze and I have um, extra freezers for space. And that also helped me in the school year when we were busy with homeschooling, I could pull something out of the freezer, you know, for example, tomato sauce. So I didn't have to make a big pot of sauce and spaghetti and whatever else I was going to serve. I would even make meatballs ahead and freeze them. So there are other things you can do or make a big chicken one, one day and use that for other meals such as, you know, chicken pot pie or, you know, quesadillas or enchiladas or something like that, or even chicken tacos. August meant school for us here in in the Gerwitz family. So, you know, it could be in August or September. I remember one year I did not want to give up my summer, and so we didn't start school till after Labor Day, which is more of an up north thing than it is a south thing, and I felt like I was behind all year, so I really went back to the August start date. We always celebrated the beginning of school in some way, whether it was a trip to the beach or Uh, Something that we did, um, and the beach is 15 to 20 minutes from my house, so understand that we weren't going on some big vacation ahead of time, but we would just go down to the beach and eat pizza and just walk around and the kids would get ice cream or even just going to the beach to walk. And um, that was always the start of our homeschool year. I also had little signs I made for each of the kids with whatever grade they were starting with some cute little graphics on it. Um, I made a big deal of giving them school supplies and notebooks or a bin where they were going to keep some of their uh, completed work so that at the end of the year, it wasn't this big ordeal to gather up all of their uh, samples of their work. We also had a special field day that we planned for this month. So it wasn't like getting all the way back to school and it being overwhelming Um, August was also a time that we planned for upcoming things, whether it was field trips or that sort of thing. And my next podcast is on family first. And I really want to encourage you to listen to that. It's going to be episode four. 60, it's not out yet, but it will be uh, soon. Or if you're listening to this in the future, um, it will be out. And the reason for that is as I'm sharing all of this, all I can think about is how involved I was in so many things, whether it was homeschool or church related, um, almost to the detriment of my family. So when my children were in high school, I actually pulled back from some of the co-ops and things that parents typically do when their kids are in high school. Um, because I had was done at that point. Sometimes we plan so much for other people and their kids and, their, and the events that we get bogged down and find that we're spending so much time uh, doing more of a grandiose thing than just focusing on our family. So um, for us, you know, we would go on a camping trip or have something else planned. Um, August is also a big birthday and anniversary month for us. So we had that. Um, You know, three of us had anniversaries in August, myself, my mother-in-law, and then my daughter, um, my second oldest got married in August. Um, There were other dates such as, you know, National Chocolate Chip Day, that was the fourth, of course, we had to celebrate that and Purple Heart Day so we could talk to the kids, what does that mean? American Family Day and National Book Lovers Day on the 9th. The Assumption of Mary on the 15th. National Waffle Day on the 24th. National Beach Day, of course, we had to go to the beach on the 30th and so forth. So look at that calendar and plan accordingly. All right, September, now we're getting into the September, October, November, December months. And again, your time is going to be really packed. So this is a time, uh, September is that little bit of a breather before, you know, all of the parties and events start happening. And this is a time to really took take the time as a family and look at some things that you can do as a family unit. Um, I left some pockets of time for things such as reading with the family, movie and pizza and game day, um, puzzle night, something important that you could do or have a puzzle out that everyone can work on. Um, this can be a month that you plan an overnight camping trip as the weather starts to cool or walks in the park. Um, look at your schooling and make sure you're staying on track or if you're starting, tweak your you know schedule, what's working, what's not working. Um, We had sports and uh, so much going on that started up in September. Uh, Many of you have music and dance lessons. So, again, these are things we want on our calendar. and Make sure we have that set up to go. Uh, There were some fun things like National Wildlife Day on the 4th. Uh, This might be a great day to make a bird feeder out of popcorn, you know, stringing popcorn and maybe taking pine cones, peanut butter and bird seeds. We would do this often and hang them from the trees and that would encourage the birds to come on our deck and we could watch them while eating breakfast. Labor Day is September 5th, again, a day that usually signifies the start um, after Labor Day of school. Read a Book Day was on the 6th, uh, Grandparents Day is on the 11th, National Peanut Butter Day on the 16th, National POW Day is on the 16th, again, something to talk to your children about, as well as Constitution Day, which is on the 17th. Uh, there's the folklore of Johnny Appleseed, which is on the 26th. I remember eating um, apple pie and apple dumplings on, you know, at Johnny Appleseed Day with the kids and National Voters Registration Day is on the 27th. Again, you can see how these dates and t- are a great way to teach the children many history lessons as well as allowing the children maybe to pick something and doing a presentation. I could go off on so many ideas. I'm trying to stay focused on each of the month, but my mind's going. And so these will be in my monthly um, planners that I am putting out uh, this year. All right. October is the kickoff for fall. In many locations, the leaves are starting to change. In Florida, we didn't have leaves changing. So we studied the trees and we put up decorations that had fall leaves, which I still do to this day. Um, It was also a time that we really hit the books and worked hard because we had the holidays looming ahead. I often uh, looked for shopping deals um, and had different times when I would look for things. Um, Back then, we didn't have online, so we have that now. And I set up um, alerts for myself. I also um, did things such as, you know, uh, buying pumpkins, which I puree and freeze that I use for pumpkin bread and uh, pumpkin type desserts throughout the year. I made a lot of freezer meals in October as well. You know, it's big harvest time for many people. And then we could look at the calendar for some fun events like National Taco Day, the Feast of St. Francis Assisi, and World Animal Day are all on the 4th. World Teachers Day is on the 5th, and who doesn't want to celebrate mom, right? And World Smile Day is on the 7th. That can be a day where everybody tries really hard to smile. Columbus Day is on the 10th, National Dessert Day on the 14th, and National First Responders Day is the 2nd. And we celebrate Harvest Day on the 31st, and your calendar may vary on what you celebrate on the 31st. All right, on to November. Thanksgiving is the day I keep in mind and a lot of times people will either stop homeschooling after Thanksgiving or continue on for a few more weeks before Christmas. Do you know what that date is when you're going to stop homeschooling? It kind of gives the kids a little bit of an incentive to get things done. This is also the month that we looked at tweaking some of the things that were not working. Did we need to double up on math? Were we on track to finish our year? Um, For us, it was the second week of December. My daughter stops homeschooling um, at Thanksgiving time until January. So she also works through some of the summer months. When we're looking at Christmas and Thanksgiving, what are your plans? Are you having people over? Are you going somewhere? Um, Do you have a lot of gifts to buy? Are you making gifts? So these are the things that are going to be on the forefront of the month with your goals. And um, this was also a month that we sometimes skipped field trips because we didn't want to take up our time doing, um, you know, field trip. We might not want to go to. And, you know, especially as homeschoolers, how many times can you go to the fire station when your kids are little, they love that. And you're not homeschooling as, you know, um, as much as when they're younger. So uh, trade off with someone uh, to take the little ones. If you still have little ones that want to go on those kinds of things, but for the older ones, just focus on, you know, the plan and getting things done. And again, uh, there were some fun activities. One of the things um, to keep an eye out for is daylight savings time, if you have that in your area. We also um, celebrated All Saints and All Souls Day. Uh, when possible, we went to church. Other dates, such as National Sandwich Day on the 3rd, National Nachos Day, of course, on the 6th, Veterans Day, another teaching moment for the kids on the 11th. National Kindness Day, a must for every family on the 13th. National Entrepreneurs Day on the 15th. And then Thanksgiving on the 24th. Black Friday the 25th. Cyber Monday the following Monday. And Giving Tuesday on the 29th. Now to December. And here it is, the last month of the year. What are your goals for this month? Is it to celebrate and focus on the true meaning of Christmas or the holiday? And this is what we can look at and tweak it to make our goals come true. Um, it's looking at our homeschooling as well. When are we going to take a break? Are we already on break? If we are, how is that going? Do we need to direct the kids in some activities? Is this a time where we want to direct them in Uh, doing things such as reading or painting or drawing or, you know, spending some quiet time. Um, I always talked about giving kids time to think, and this is a good month to do it. It is also a time when you can work on times where you can spend it with family and friends. Are you going to work on decorating, baking or shopping? When do you do that? Um, when my kids went to college, that was the first time we ever decorated on Thanksgiving weekend because typically they had to go back after Thanksgiving. Prior to that, we never decorated until the first week of December. So as your kids get older, your your you know holidays and planning will change. Um, make time for a break this month. It is very important because we get overcommitted with events, celebrations, and parties. And this past year was really the first year we were not over inundated with parties. And I felt such a breath of relief. And, you know, it it wasn't like, oh my gosh, we're not getting invited to parties or, you know, we did go to some, but um, it was nice to not have to be over committed. This is also a month to celebrate um, events that are important to you. So there were um, calendar events such as the 8th, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, Our Lady of Guadalupe is on the calendar, Um, of course, Christmas Eve and so forth. St. Nicholas, okay, so Volunteer Day was the 5th, St. Nicholas Day is the 6th, National Brownie Day is the 8th, National Cupcake Day and the Bill of Rights Day was the 15th, National Ugly Sweater Day is the 16th. Wright brother's day is the 17th and of course Christmas Eve Christmas Day are always on the 24th and the 25th as well as New Year's Eve on December 31st. Are you as exhausted as I am? <laughs> when we look at the entire year we're like, "Oh my gosh, we've done so much." And it's a fun way to look at things instead of saying, oh, my gosh, I do nothing. So even if you're getting some of these monthly planners from my website at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network or um, purchasing them after the fact at MediaAngels.com, put them in a notebook, a three ring binder, and then add to it. And each month you can go back and look at, you know, just tweaking a few things or highlighting the things that you want to include. And, um, you know, once you plan it, it makes implementation so much easier. Making monthly goals will keep you on track and you will finish with your most productive year ever. I hope this shortlist helps you as well as an explanation about getting the most of your monthly holidays and using these as teaching events for the children. Homeschooling can be very rewarding for the entire family, and I pray this year's monthly freebies uh, the monthly checklist downloads uh, for our email describers at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network are helpful to you and your family. Again, you can get this uh, the show notes for today's episode, all the stuff that I talked to you about, as well as some more um, at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, monthly checklist. Look for episode 459. Take care, everybody. God bless. And if you will, share this podcast with a friend and give me a star rating. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.